Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, 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 and welcome down to the Rough Cut Golf Podcast coming at you from rainy Manchester a week after the greatest seven days in golf, the Open Championship at Hoy Lake, which turned out to be not quite the exciting, fun-filled, action-packed extravaganza of Lynx Golf that we had all hoped for. It did turn out to be somewhat of a damp squib, but... What we are going to do is bring you the inside facts. We were there for the full week, the tasty little morsels of gossip (laughs) and what you need to know from the 151st Open Championship playing at such a historic venue. I am joined today by Mick and by Jacob. Kieran is off on his hollybobs, so cannot take part in this momentous podcast. (laughs) Gentlemen. (laughs) Hello. Excellent. That's good. Are you happy with that? I'm really, really happy. Um, you said there was some gossip. What gossip was there? Too much gossip. Really? This this is going to be the most gossip-packed podcast thing we've ever had. Okay, so you were on the Ranger Week. I was. Um, I I will join, I'm sure, everyone watching in congratulating you on doing a very good job. Yes, sir. We're very, 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 very good. Yeah, you did really, really good. Mm. Um, well, well, we'll get on to that. I'm not yeah. so sure. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you were talking to players and caddies and, you know plethora of celebs who were also there I did, did i spot did i spot ian rush or did you have did you have yeah i wasn't cricketers I wasn't, and yeah I had, stuff. I had a chat to <laughs> so basically the, the, the whole let me give you the full breakdown uh, of what happened so i was working with the rna uh, the open doing a show called live from the range which is also on sky sports it was broadcast throughout the world and got a lot of messages uh, and also, yep, a lot of positive feedback on what we were doing. We were doing interviews with players on the driving range and um, getting into their mindset, you know, getting into the mind of these elite athletes <laughs> before they went out to play and then interviewing loads of celebs and so on and so forth. And it was good. Uh, it was inside the ropes access. It was behind the scenes, got to see the real kind of meat and bones of how a open championship is put together and it was yeah it was it was eye-opening because we did this 
I did the same thing at St. Andrews last year, but this Open felt, it felt a little bit more business-like. Like the, the Open last year mm. was, was, it was just a massive party. Yeah. It was the 150th. Um, the, the whole vibe around the place was really cool. Obviously, you're in the town. I was staying literally right next to the, the course as well. Everything was just, it, it was really exciting. This year was seemed a bit more structured in how we were doing things because we had to be getting around all these different places. Mm -hmm. yeah. There were shuttles everywhere. Yeah, mm -hmm. I imagine it didn't help that the range was a tiny bit of a walk away from the uh from the course definitely but also like the practice areas not next to the first like directly next to the first tee and it was all a little bit disjointed you think yeah it was it because basically royal liverpool um well hoy lake i need to get this definition right so just in case you were confused during the um broadcast hoy lake is the golf course royal liverpool is the golf club and oh. the club plays at hoy lake okay but wow. It doesn't matter. It's that was like um, yeah. Crail, wasn't it? It's like yeah. Crail Golf yeah, Society, it's, but it's Balcomi Links. You, you don't need to worry about it. Yeah. We'll, we'll interchange it just, yeah. to, just to mix it up. Um, that, video, that video's out, by the way. Which one? Crail. Oh, Crail, yeah. If you've not watched it, <laughs> why the hell not? Yes, yeah, very good. Incredible video. Probably our best golf of the year. We, the Club of Royal Liverpool, like, uh, their driving range is in the middle of the course in the old racetrack, and that is where the hospitality is um, for the Open. So mm -hmm. they can't obviously hit balls there. Yeah. So they've bought a old municipal course um, just over the road and turned one of the holes into a driving range. I think they've got plans to basically make another nine holes over there oh, and okay. really, really develop it. So full-on like driving range, proper one. And, yeah, like, teaching really facilities and all that stuff. I yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if they get it together, it'll be great. Okay. It'll be really, really good. They need that. Um, they need to keep that stand, I think, behind the driving range. Wow. <laughs> How cool would that be? Yeah, just, <laughs> just, just old, old Terry's going out to sh play in the weekly medal, and you know, there's yeah. people just watching from the top of the stairs. Yeah, I'm going to put a bit of pressure on. <laughs> um, and it was quite strange because at the opening, say Andrews, that grandstand was consistently packed. Oh, it was yeah, full all it, the time. Yeah, because it was right next to the course. The one at Royal Liverpool, just because it was over the road, just because it was a ten-minute walk away from the action. Yeah it was a lot less busy. Yeah. But I actually made it quite nice because you could like get to talk to the players. It was it was quite an intimate kind of mm. atmosphere in some respects, especially from Monday to Wednesday when the players were relaxed. Yeah. I think what also probably didn't help it was that people might have been worried about having to leave the course and like cuz yeah. it was it was a bit kind of oh if I go out of the golf course now will I be able to come back in because you have to go out to get to the driving range. Yeah. And there were quite a few people that were uh, that were were asking us about that. And even the system they were using where they were just putting like those white kind of bands yeah. on just to kind of it didn't feel very official, no. so we say, but mm. and you had to kind of like check in and check out yes. when you were going yeah. into the venue you had to like mm -hmm. scan in you had to scan out you had to get your bags checked all the time they were yeah. always on the lookout for just the oil protesters who, <laughs> oh, wow, yet, yeah. who yet again managed to get tickets to the open yeah How they're everywhere I, whoever is buying their tickets like you know they, what they're getting about Agree or disagree with what they're doing? Fair play. They know how to get tickets. <laughs> they know how to get into we'll, an event. Those we, will, guys. we will give them that. Um, so it was a lot more kind of like security. So it was a bit more stop start. So yeah, mm -hmm. just that slight separation. Um, and then because we were covering all the practice areas, we covered the range, but the uh, short game facility, like chipping and pitching, that was to the right of the second hole. Yeah, I don't even remember going anywhere near that. We, uh, we couldn't get to it. We 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 barrier where we were walking towards it they were like have you have you 
are you a player? <laughs> and we were like, no. And they're like, you can't come through You're this stuck way. in the back. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. We were like, uh, but we want I to go the, and watch I chipping. saw the, the putting green. I don't remember seeing yeah, anything yeah, the chipping. The, but the, the chipping green was kind of, you, you could get to it. Oh, right, okay. You just had to... Cause, cause if your name's the, Peter Finch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Finch, yeah. Finch, yeah. Finch, Finch dog. His face just opens <laughs> doors, mate. Um, but the... Yeah, the, the whole layout of the course was just a little bit different than it normally is just to fit everything in. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, How did but, you th- what did you think of the course? I thought the course set up really well, like for these players. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the one of the common issues at times, what people say about kind of Hoy Lake is it's just very flat. Yeah. But what actually happened is because of all the grandstands, because of everything adding a little bit of height, it actually added a lot of definition to the course. Mm. Right. So I would actually say that a lot of the course looked a lot better with the addition of the grandstands. Right. Got yeah. It, it yeah. kind of it framed Yeah, a bit yeah, of framing, yeah. bit of framing. It, yeah, does, yeah. It, it did feel like, oh, we stood behind some tea boxes. And if you took out the kind of um, the hospitality tents or, yeah. you know, the the village or whatever, you know, other food is, you'd be like, well, what, you know, what the flaming neck do you aim at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Just the sky. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it actually added that extra load. A fade off that cloud. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're aiming at the mascot tent <laughs> and you're trying to fade over to the Doosan sun. <laughs> I don't actually know what they do. Does anyone know what Doosan does? Um, mm. They sponsored the Open. Shall we have a look? Um, we've got a new addition to the uh, Rough Court Golf Podcast, by the way. We have a laptop on the table. So all the bottom <laughs> Just so We're going up in the world. Yeah. They are a... A multinational conglomerate. Well, that, that sounds... That's, that's, that's that still doesn't tell us. Sounds um, like a tax dodge, that. It's a South Korean multinational... Oh, Ooh, wow. wow. They, that, they make rocket ships. Are they building? Holy moly, mother of our Lord. Maybe um, we don't want to know what they're doing. <laughs> no, no. It looks like they're planning to just about take over the world. There. Yeah, wow. Look at that. Oh, wow. Jeez. Okay, well... People can't see it, but so, their website is very good. You know what, Doosan? They do everything. Yeah. Uh, they do a little bit of everything. Uh, very cool. So, yeah, all that kind of signage really added, I think, to the atmosphere. Um, my Some of my other concerns about the course going into it, the internal out-of-bounds on the third hole mm-hmm. and the 18th hole. Yep. I'm not a huge fan of internal out-of-bounds. I've been pretty strident on this uh, issue before, but it kind of worked there. I, I agree. Um, because of the... Because of the way all the corporate kind of uh, kind of stands and all the fan village was packed into the middle, you knew that if you hit it into there, you're out of bounds. It kind of made sense. Yeah. Like if you play there normally and you just hit it, it's just another field. Yeah. It's just a, <laughs> it's just a patch of yeah. grass, and you're like, oh, well, that's out of bounds. It just didn't really make a lot of sense, but at the open, it did, and it made especially the 18th such a hard hole. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's long as well. You know, a final hole of a of an Open Championship. I'd like to there to be some jeopardy. You know, I'd, oh, yeah. The, the the worst thing about Wyndham Clark's win at the U.S. Open for me was that when he stood on the 18th and basically hit a 50 yard slice and still found the fairway in a U.S. Open, and that kind of irritated me a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Whereas here, at least, I mean, you could still launch it miles left, and you saw a lot of people go miles left. Yeah. But yeah. Was it the set? Was it the first or the second? Was what was left of it? Oh, no, hospitality left of it as well. Uh, if you went far enough Yeah, left, if you yeah. went far enough. Didn't um, Rory end up over that yeah, yeah, barrier you could at some go point? Yeah, really far left. Yeah, yeah. We'll, um, we'll get into how we play. We actually managed to get onto the course to play um, the day after the Open yesterday. 
And I'll, I'll explain how we played the 18th. It was uh, dramatic. So, <laughs> I don't yeah. even know, so I'll look forward to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was a case of like the, those last four holes. Like you could you could go into those last four holes with a five-shot lead and still come out not winning, which is why you still had an element of drama, even though Brian Harmon <laughs> element of hope. was absolutely <laughs> bossing it. Uh, unfortunately, the wind sat down, and that was yeah. the killer. Yeah. Do, you, do you think that 17 was as... Um, controversial as people thought it was going to be like how do you think it played it it wasn't as controversial as it could have been because there was no massive disasters for a leader that, yeah so like, if Harmon had dropped five shots on that hole then we would be talking we, a lot about that hole yeah absolutely it'd be a defining hole of the actual event I think overall it played pretty fair I mean it's a it's a very simple hole on the face of it it's 130 yards and you know you have to hit the green mm. Uh, if you don't hit the green, you're rolling off into very deep bunkers uh, or nasty runoff areas. If you go along, you're down on the beach. It's yeah. kind of like it's all in front of you. You know what you've got to do. It was by far, and I mean this, it was by far the most talked about hole when I was on the driving range. Really? And I've got to be honest, I, I, there were players who came out and said they quite liked it, but I would say pretty much 100% of everyone I spoke to from the professional golf side didn't like it. Okay. From the corporate people or from, players? The players? Uh, from the players? Oh, right. Okay. And the, what, and the what, was their, what was their concern? Uh, it, it was too bloody hard. Yeah, the, the, the concern was not so much not so much that it was hard. It was just like the severity of and the unfairness of if you just missed a green. It, it yeah. was just a bit too much over the yeah, top. Yeah, it, okay. it was just a little bit too much because certainly before they changed the bunker raking. So on the first few days, they raked mm. the bunkers dead flat. Um, I think it was only, maybe even just the first round, wasn't it? Like only the first round was flat bunkers and then they did them straight after the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was um, certainly the bunker on the right-hand side. It was a, it was a horror show in there if you, if you went in. <laughs> um, so it was it was just that element of, you know, this could actually destroy someone's scorecard. And yeah. it, you know, going into that final round, you had obviously Brian Harmon with a massive lead. The only plays to collapse <clears throat> from that position were Greg Norman when he lost to Faldo and John van der Velde. Mm -hmm. Both those players, not Greg Norman to an extent. <laughs> Do you know what's mad is when you said that, I was like, none of those guys were playing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean like, you mean in open in, in open it tournaments? Made, made yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. Norman, what the hell did he do? Yeah, yeah. He, just, he just didn't get any coverage, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, in major championship history, um, those are the only two players. And they are somewhat defined by those collapses. Yeah. yeah. So the fear would be that going into that 17th and the 18th in some respects, you could have somebody who's leading by miles collapse and lose, and that's what they will be remembered by. Mm. And, you know, they might never, ever get over that. Was that was that kind of what happened to Spieth as well? Didn't he have a, a meltdown at the Masters, he, potentially? He did, yes, but it wasn't... Uh, he didn't have that big of a lead. Right, okay. Um, Like, you know... And who won... Who, Stole it from him at the at the end. Uh, Willett. Willett, yeah. Danny Willett, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. why we were talking about it because yeah, we yeah. followed Willett on on one of the practice rounds while we were there. So, yeah. So it was. I think it. I think overall course looked really well. I think the seventeenth. What's your favorite hole? From a pure intimidation standpoint, eighteen. Yeah. It is horrific, uh, as far as like the fear that it strikes into you off that tee. Honestly. it's... <laughs> Oh, wow. Bad. Uh, yeah, very bad. Nice. I think the third hole, um, just with the internal out of bounds, is the 
sharp dog leg oh, it's right. Very, very flat that one. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it is just it, it's such a weird hole. It's such a it's such a the, 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 there's nothing to it, and yet at the same time, it's a fantastic strategic kind mm. of hole to play. Yeah. Um, but I think overall, my my favourite's thirteen, the Alps, the little par three, just the views and everything you get off that, and like the shaping you got to use. It's it's nice, pure. Yeah, there was some some we, I don't think we ever actually got all the way out to we didn't to eleven and twelve too and far. Like oh dude, it was <laughs> raining. I'm not walking all that way. Um, but yeah, no, it's I really like it. It's not a course that when I've played it, um, particularly sets up well for me because you got to be able to move the ball from right to left. Um, not my forte. Mm, not, yeah. Um, so I, I think it's a good. I think it's a good open venue it'll definitely go back there again um but i, I there's i have other favorite open venues yeah yeah to play did we personally. have a did we have that on the last day when we were maybe when we were hanging out with tubes like we were talking about what is your favorite mm. your favorite one to play and it was what i've got several okay. <laughs> how many open venues um, have you played um i've played all the open venues i played I think all the current open venues, maybe apart from Muirfield, but that keeps getting missed off. Yeah. So um, I think my favourite... You've not played Royal St. George? Not played Royal St. George's. And I've, I've not played Royal St. George's, Royal St. Ports. Mm -hmm. uh, which Ooh, we haven't it, had that for a while. Yeah, that won't kind of host an open game. That was it's too um, small. It's too small. Final qualifying this year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I've not played that one. Um, and then off the other old ones, I've not played Musselboro. Oh yeah! Uh, oh, that is going your, back. Your field. That's, um, that's a that's a real throwback, muscle. Yeah, yeah. So eventually, it's an original three there. Eventually, we'll get to play them all. But I think for me personally, I really like Troon. I just like the whole vibe of it. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Um, it's good because that's where we're going yeah, next year. <laughs> next year. Uh, but also where we're going the year after Portrush. Portrush is probably my favourite as yeah, far that, as like a course. That yeah, was. Um, we've got we've got three good ones now, haven't we? Troon, Portrush, and then Birkdale. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Bergdale got back on, didn't 26, it? 26, yeah. Oh, looking forward to that. So, like, the, the, the amount of... The, yeah, I, yeah, I think for me, Port Rush is just... It was weird because I've only played it once and I got reminded of it during that conversation. I was like, wow, yeah, you know what? What a course. Mm. Yeah. yeah. What an unbelievable golf course. That is. So, I think... Was that Lowry's win? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and apparently, from everyone who worked at the Port Rush Open... They said that was like one of the best to work. Oh, really? So okay. I'm hopefully not going <laughs> to we'll mess hang up on for two more between years. now and two years so we can get to go. To well, will you be sleeping in a in a um, a very familiar accommodation when we go to Troon? I imagine. Hopefully, um, yes. Uh, hopefully, we'll be down at Dundonald. It was interesting with the accommodation because, like, we were saying that. Um, at St Andrews, one of the really cool things is we were there. Yeah, you were in it. We were in the town. Yeah. Um, you guys stayed at the campsite. We yeah. did, so yeah. You were in the town still. Yeah, yeah. Which was good. I was yeah. about kind of 25 minute drives away, the drive away. Yeah. So I felt that little bit separation. of separation. Yeah. yeah. And was that, do you think, a good thing or a bad thing? It was probably a good thing for you. Uh, from a professional yeah. standpoint. To do my job correctly. It was a good thing. I need yeah. to not be at the 21st yeah, yeah, yeah. every night from with Kieran, Jacob and Mick. You didn't want to feel how no, I felt no. for <laughs> five of the seven days. How yeah. I feel right now. From uh, getting in and amongst it. Yeah, definitely. I would have been uh, definitely preferred to stay there. But we, on the, what day was it? When did we go to the ship? Was that on Saturday night? Oh, yeah, to go and watch the Beatles. Yeah, the Beatles mania thing. That, yeah. was, that was a insight to what basically most nights were. For us. Yeah, yeah. So that was a Saturday night. That's when I cut loose a little bit. I, yeah. I, did, I did regret it on Sunday. I was you just not, got a little bit too far ahead of yourself. Yeah, I was not in the best shape. Yeah. Was it an early start on Sunday? Um, it wasn't crazy early, which is why I thought... Cause this the, is the one day I can afford to do it. Yeah, yeah. Monday to Friday, it was like... Oh, well, yeah. Monday to Friday, I was like 5 a.m. up. 
which was horrible. Yeah. Uh, no way you're doing it then. That's ideal. And like on the Saturday and the Sunday, it was 11 o'clock on the Saturday and then 10 o'clock on the Sunday. Right. Because uh, there was less players. Got you. To kind of chat to. Yeah. So thought, and, the, yeah. and the time, the tea times were pushed slightly further back anyway, so people yeah, aren't yeah. going to be at the range until then. Yeah, exactly. So I thought, yeah, Saturday night will cut loose a little bit. Um, <laughs> and You'd yeah, know? yes. Well, it was weird because I, I did cut loose a little bit, probably more, well, more than I should have, but I didn't, I wasn't drinking enough to th me think back, saying, wow, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was, that was, oof, I shouldn't have done Silly. that. But I think it was more just I didn't eat anything. Yeah, Jacob woke mm. up next to his kebab, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well. It was more of a pool of garlic mayo, but um, <laughs> the I walked, I walked straight home. <laughs> nope. yeah. I needed some food after that. I must yeah. admit. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I should have. I should have partaken in some uh, garlic mayo kebab meat as well. Something um, very sweaty. But you're the. You're right. The campsite. We stayed in the campsite, and the campsite was not only. Um, not only in a great location, like a five minute walk to the range where you were, which was cool. And then, you know, an additional three to the course and a 30 second, you know, short walk to the to the town. It was very, very cool. Um, the Footjoy camp out was excellent. Good. Um, beers were great. Lo everyone was really friendly. We got really well looked after. We filmed with, you know, filmed with Billy Horshaw, which was absolute chaos. Um, you know, you'd, you'd just be walking around and in the foot joy fitting zone, they'd be, oh, look, it's Podrick Harrington. <laughs> oh, that's Corey Connors. I walked just directly nice. past him. Did Did, I ditch blanked him. Didn't even blink. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Well, didn't even but the campsite was very cool. No, very, very cool. It, I mean, compared to last year, obviously that we did St. Andrews last year and that was crazy how close we were. That was 30 seconds, let alone five minutes. Mm. But going into this week, it was kind of, we had an expectation of what we were kind of going to expect with it because we did it last year. But the size of it, it like doubled in the amount of tents. It was, I was almost looking at it with apprehension really. Like, oh my God, this is going to be crazy here. But it was so <laughs> much better. Like the atmosphere, music every night, um, you know, they had um, Nick Doherty and his podcast in one night. They had the Joe Claret Jug come one night. Mm, it yep. was, yeah, they, they looked after everyone. And it was a £5 pint, which was, you know, about Excellent. reasonable. £2.50 yeah. cheaper than inside the uh, inside the ropes of watching the, the golf. So. Oh, wow, yeah, <laughs> they, was, they, were, they were steep, those boys. Shout out to Singer Beer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, God, they, they would have done well this 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 week. Oh, man, they would have killed it. Yeah. How did um, Singa Beer get in first? I don't know. I've no idea. Well, uh, they, they just buy the rights. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Just pay enough money. Yeah, pay enough money. Get whoever you want in. Get there. you in. Yeah, Finch Lager next year. Gonna yeah, be, we did. Now everywhere. we we had we had some. I mean, we've been very very busy this year, so it makes sense that we didn't do any of those crazy things. But there was talk of like doing a there was a bar, or yeah, so, like a there? mobile bar, yeah, pop up bar. I mean, all, all these things are very much. Yeah, it, uh, it work, yeah. they end up on the board uh, at the beginning of the year. Oh, the, oh, what should we do at the open? Let's do all this mad stuff. And then by the time we get there, should we, should we just try and survive it? <laughs> yeah, that was that was Pete's idea of getting us to do some work outside of just going to watch the open. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, you're going to be pouring manning, pints manning all week. Bar, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never again. Yeah, I'd have quite enjoyed it, to be honest. Enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, after the work, getting in there. Um, nice little throwback to my younger days. Yeah, speaking of throwing back to younger days. Here we go. A um, noted... Uh, college golfer ended up winning the tournament. Wow, I mean, it's not the best segue. Ever, right? okay. It was okay. Well, his that was, like I, a, that was a Tuesday segue. That one. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, his, his his heyday was beating Ricky Fowler while while in college, and basically, 
I, of of what I have learned about Brian Harmon since you know what everyone's learned about him since, in the last since Thursday yeah. when you were like who the hell is that and what is he doing at to- at the top of Tommy's leaderboard and why is Ricky Ponting playing golf now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I just did some research on him and it turns yeah. out that if you speak to anyone from oh he's I think he's thirty six years old if you speak to anyone in the U S like college system about Brian Harmon they'd be like wow he was a killer in college like he just couldn't touch him mm. he was just so good. Um, I mean, he's been, the thing is, he's been a good player for a long time. He was 26th in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, this, right. this, this is. You don't this, get there without being good at exactly. golf. Exactly. You know, this is a good golfer. It's more the, and I think he's earned like 24, 25 million in career earnings. Mm. Like, this is someone who's. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> this is someone who's been up and around the top of leaderboards for a long time. He has won a couple of times on the PJ Tour already, but he's just, he's like a quiet, unassuming guy. You know, yeah. he's, he's, he's He's easily looked over. Uh, when you, you don't need to be much taller than him to look no, over. No, there him, so. you go. Wow. Oh, I'll go there. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. The, the the entire opposite to Christo Lamprecht. Um, yeah. I'd, well, oh, yeah. What a little, what a long you know what? man that is. A little open stat for you. This is the first time in open history. I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Go on. That the smallest man in the field yep. has led after day two, and the first round, the tallest man. Yeah, so it like went tallest to smallest. Tallest to smallest. Yeah. Wow. Same way as that the smallest man won the Open and the tallest man won the silver medal. Silver medal, yeah. That is so true. I, but there's got to be a picture of them holding their trophies next uh, to each other. Be together, yeah. <laughs> they must be together somewhere. Brian uh, gets on his shoulders. Yeah. He just can't be there. It stands on a box. Yeah, but I think, to be honest, like it is, and I know obviously talking about his height there and it is something that a lot of people have said, but honestly on the range, he is really small. Mm. Yeah. Like pretty much everyone around him is is getting bigger, <laughs> he's getting taller and he is quite small, but the, the way that he was striking it on the range was he's one of those players who like when he hits it, it's not, you know, it's not exceptional. Mm. Like you, right. go, you go past a Rory, he hits his driver. You're it like, sounds different. Wow. You feel it. Yeah. Like um, <laughs> Chris, Chris Lamprey when he was hitting his driver, you were like, oh my God, that is literally almost clear in the back of the range. Mm. <laughs> And how, like, how is how is the ball still on the planet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is it still intact? Like that should have burst into. Yeah. And you're like looking at it you're like, wow, like Rory, wow. And then Brian Harmon's hitting, you're like, okay, he's striking it well. He's a tall pro, he's obviously striking it well. Yeah. But then I was watching for a bit and I was like, hang on, he's striking every shot yeah. well. Yeah. Like every single this was on like Monday, Tuesday. I'm like, every single shot is coming out of the middle of the club. Here. Has he has he missed one yet? <laughs> yeah. It, it was that kind of thing. You were looking at him like, God, he's just going through the same same bit in the air. It's just yeah. like pew, 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 straight after it. So it was being incredibly accurate. His driving was fantastically accurate all week. But his putting, his Good putting yeah. was obscene. Yeah. I think it was, he made 57 putts out of 58 from inside 10 feet and he didn't have a three putt all week. No three putts. It's, it's crazy that, isn't it? Wild. And to be honest, like when you were watching him and when he was stood over those short putts, it didn't look like he was going to yeah. miss. Yep. There was just there was, confident, chilled. Yeah, it just looks great. So comfortable over the over the ball. It was like, wow, it's just I mean, he he does use the worst looking putter potentially ever made. <laughs> yeah, it's, I love I love yeah. it. It seems like this year on the PGA tour, it's just like the horrible. year of like old model putters like coming and, back. And the bigger the head, the more accurate. Yeah. The two that uh, so did Windham and 
Ricky, yeah, Ricky Fowler won with it this year, it didn't Brian he? Brian Harmon's putter, I think it was the 2016 uh, wow. tailor-made model that they bought yes. out. It's a tailor-made spider OSCB putter. Now, I'll kind of find a picture, put it on, but honestly, in reality, when you see this thing in person, you're like, that is a brick on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> it is massive. In comparison to the lab that you used to use. Uh, similar size. It's very similar. Similar size. Okay. Is it made worse by the fact that he's not that big? He's <laughs> <laughs> like as big as his foot. Like if Lamprecht used it, would it just be normal size? Looks yeah. big in his hand. Um, but it was just, yeah, it just hold absolutely everything. It was, yeah. it was an absolutely fantastic performance. And he was by far, by far the best player in the field that week. Mm. And that's what almost made it. It just made it a little bit dull on that last yeah. day. Like, you can't take anything away from the way that Harmon played because he was just unreal. He was stellar. Easily champion goal for the year. Deserved it yeah, the title. deserved it. Deserved it. But it just felt a bit disappointing because nobody could No one had a go. Yeah. Like that, that final day, there was no real charge. There was never any of that real jeopardy. Even when he dropped a couple of shots early, mm. he'd done that on Saturday as well and he bounced back with birdies. Yeah, there That's was what he did. like, um, I think, yeah, like, a, like after every bogey, he would come back and get their shot back. Get the shots back. Just so unreal. It was so unreal. Yeah. So it was that that little bit of a lack of drama. And like we said, standing on those last four holes, you could have a big shot lead and still and still get through. Yeah. But because of the way it rained on the last day, so you weren't bouncing into any trouble. And the way that the wind just sat down, mm. it took all the jeopardy out. Yeah. yeah so again, right, yeah. It, it was never going to lose that well, amount he, of shots. He, he'd done all his work by two days, didn't he? Because he yeah, got yeah. to 10 under, and I don't think anyone surpassed eight under for the rest of the tournament. Yeah. Like, so, it, I mean, obviously, it, he, he could have had to do work in the second two days. Could, but have, like, not, could have not turned up. You know, <laughs> you know, yeah, not to point out the obvious, but yeah, kind of. Like, you know, he, he still had to go out and do his thing for the last two days. And obviously, that's when the pressure gets ramped up you you're leading now you're the last group out this is when the weekend kicks in and he still came to the fore with it he didn't there yeah, was the, no point where you were kind of thinking he's gonna he's gonna wander no, here the, the the only day you kind of felt it was saturday early on when yes he, you know, when he made a couple a couple of bogeys yeah. he, he didn't look completely comfortable yeah. um but then bounced straight back mm-hmm. you know yeah, chaos. He, he, he did say that somebody this is interview Oh, someone was heckling him. Someone was heckling, basically saying he didn't have the didn't have the wholeness yeah. uh, to, wow. to see it through. And he was like, that really helped. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit Snapped like, now listen, going into the tournament, it's particularly for if you're British, you want someone of, uh, you know, at, at, at a tournament like that, you want, I want to see Rory win. I want to see Tommy contend. You know, I want the European players to do well in a Ryder Cup year. Um, but there was a lot of like, and admittedly, I was willing some of his parts to lip out on Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a lot of like anti Harmon sentiment on the internet. Um, I think it was probably more. I think it was less anti Harmon and probably more we want something to cheer. We want yeah. a challenge. We want excitement. Yeah. It was almost like the only way that they were going to get that is if Harmon slipped back. Correct. So a lot of people were like, oh, we kind of want him to slip back. Yeah. And he never did. Bring, it, the, I, bring the drama back into yeah, the tournament. Yeah, exactly. Like if, if Harmon, I think this was you saying this, Jacob, the other day, if, if Harmon came back to the pack and he only won by one in the end, I don't think anyone would be massively disappointed no, at that. No, it, it would just be a case of it being a bit more exciting. Mm. Or someone made a charge. Mm. 
Because like if you take if you actually take Harmon off the top of the leaderboard, it's, it's great. It's a very dramatic. Yeah. Final well done, Tom day. Kim. Great tournament. You, you Tom think Kim. of all those guys coming down the back end. Like I mean, again, it's so hypothetical. But like you know, look at someone like Tommy who would have been a shot off the lead and then makes a six on seventeen. Mm. Like that's those kind of moments of that was grim. You know, losing losing it. He, he he was almost straight into my bad books with that one. I tell you. <laughs> I needed him to finish in the top 10 for my each way bet and he fell out and fortunately birdied the last, but he, he almost went straight into my bad books. I can imagine. Um, Not for long, obviously. I love no, you, Tommy. No. But it yeah. was, it was, I, I felt, I really, I felt for Tommy um, this week. Mm. It, do you, do you feel, and I, I, this is my perception of it. I do feel like the, the moment got to him. So the expectation <laughs> What I would say is he had an amazing first round, obviously tied tied for the lead after round one. Mm-hmm. It didn't look to me, I had a chat to him, spoke to Fino, and the whole vibe around him is it didn't seem too much. No. It didn't seem like he was kind of under too much pressure. Okay, he, well, he that's seemed, good. It seemed like he was enjoying it. The, the problem he had, and when I was watching him uh, kind of on the course and on the range... He was hitting the ball really well. Yep. And I have never seen anyone, maybe apart from Scott Scheffler, who we'll get into in a moment. His oh, putter. Good, good Lord. It was so cold. Yeah. But not in a bad putting way. Oh, just he, kept, he, he edges, just, but it just never went in. It just wasn't going in. Yeah. And yeah. Well, we were, like, obviously everyone was, like, willing him to hold some putts. But I've got to be honest, when we played it yesterday... I could understand why he was missing so many putts like, oh, okay. on the edges. The greens at Royal Liverpool are, they are not slopey. Like, they are really, really not slopey. You look at them and you're like... You're almost making the break in your head kind of thing. Yeah, you oh, look yeah. at them and say, that. oh, that's like a cup. It, it can't be that straight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you look at it and say, oh, yeah, that's a cup off the left or that's a cup off the right. You hit it, it's dead straight. You're like, yeah. oh, right, okay. Happens a few times and you're like, oh, this looks pretty straight. You hit it and it breaks a cup oh, to the right. So then you, yeah. And then you're like... This this is this is going to get annoying. Mm. This is going to get well, really yeah. annoying. I think I think after the first round, he was he was either leading or in the top five of strokes game putting. Yeah, it was him and Harmon at the top. Yeah, yeah. And then for last three days, just completely lost lost what he was doing. I don't know what the like you say if he was just kind of looking too much into things and trying to decide whether there was break or not. There was a couple of putts that, albeit by the beauty of watching someone hit the putt the last time it was shown on the television, I was looking at it and just saying. There's nothing in this, Tommy. Hit it straight. <laughs> yeah, it's straight. Yeah, there was... Un- and he leaves it out to the right. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. Going going down the back nine on Sunday, there was about three or t- three or four times in a row where they cut to him and he burned the edge. From, they cut to him and he burned the edge. From like... Heartbreaking. 12 to 16, 15, something like that. I think he had four decent looks at birdie and every mm. single one just like skimmed the edge. Mm. Yeah, it's, it, it's tricky because like on the week... He was almost two strokes gained putting on the field. Yeah. So, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like he was putting bad. It was just and we've all had those rounds. We've all had those rounds where we feel we're sure. putting well yeah. and it's just not going in. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Unfortunately that happened for like three days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the wrong time. At the wrong yeah. time. Um in and, the open. And you could see in he your was, hometown. And you could see yeah, and you could see he was gutted. Um but I think, you know, we've got to look at everyone else as well. Like Rory I didn't fancy him at the start of the week just because he'd won last week. It's so Funny hard to go back it. to back. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. It, it's such a weird thing in football, uh, in, in golf. Like if you if it was football, you'd be like, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. United have won last that's week. That's so true. They're on form. They're going to win again. 
But with golf, it's like, oh, you won the week before. It's very rare. You go back to back. Yeah. That's I, suppose, I suppose because there's obviously a lot more people playing. Um, mm. So it is tough to do. But again, he was up and around the top of the leaderboard. He's had, apart from not winning majors, again, he's having an incredibly consistent year. <laughs> yeah. How annoying is it? He's like, they, they said to him in his post-round interview, they're like, is it annoying to, or like, are you disappointed with your year? And he's like... Not really. Like, I've played really well. I'm going to go and try and win the FedEx Cup again. And then we're going to concentrate on the Ryder Cup. And you're like, okay, he's making a lot of sense. <laughs> this is, he played pretty well all year. He just didn't finish it off how we wanted him to. I mean, there's, Rory might be the only player in the world who could go from... Because what was the his final kind of finish position in the Open? Uh, T6, I believe. So, T6, yes. yeah, yeah. So he's the only player, I think, in world golf who could win last week, finish T6 this week, and people think, oh, that, he must have had a really disappointing oh, time. Is it like nine of his last 10 majors he's finished inside the top 10? He's, he's ridiculously consistent. He, like, he can golf. He can, he can golf. He can golf. Um, I obviously picked him as my main selection and i emphasize main selection because there was other selections that i want to yes. oh, we'll get on to that in a moment. take yes, my victory lap for Ooh. um but i i know I, I felt good about him coming in this week i thought like you said off the back of him winning the scottish open it's such a weird mindset to be like actually you know what rory if you could come second and do the winning for next week it's almost like you just save it isn't it you kind of pick your time to do it yeah. same with tommy at the scottish as well i was like well if you want to you know you got to come third. That might set you up quite nicely and mm. seemingly sort of did for, for a day. Um, it was it was, it was was a shame to see McElroy not kick on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Well, he, he, he had a... He scared us a little bit on the last day. He was, you know, was he three under through two or three under through... F- three under through five. Through two. Through two. That's pretty good. Uh, three no, under through five. Yeah, was. yeah, yeah. He was... And the group following him, of course, was ginormous. And you could mm. feel the kind of... There's a little bit of anticipation of something happening. And then it just didn't happen. I mean, so I'll, I'll just give you some Rory McIlroy stats for this year. Just just to put this in context. So his top stats, PJ Tour. He's first in driving distance. He's, fir- <laughs> he's first in driving distance. He's first in all drives. And total driving. He's second in strokes gained off the tee. He's third in strokes gained total. He's second in strokes gained off the tee. He's fourth in approach to the green. He's 84th in putting. Obviously, that's something which is going to let him down, but he hits that many greens. It's kind of one of those things. Results-wise, okay, let me me fire some stuff out of here, okay? So, he won the CJ Cup. There was tied 30th, tied 29th, tied second, missed the cut, third. (laughs) R.I.P. missed the cut. (laughs) Seventh, seventh, ninth, second, seventh, first, sixth for his last starts. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, listen, the guy, the guy's unbelievably consistent. His just his level of consistency is not where it was in that period of his career where he couldn't lose. No, no, that's the thing. At, at, it wasn't like he he is more consistent now, but it's it's this whole argument around golf, and it's this whole thing around how do you actually want to play? Do you want to be super consistent, always around the top of the leaderboard? but not getting over the line quite as much as people think you should? Or do you just want to go on a couple of months of mad form, mm. win a few events, yeah. and then drop off again? Like, who's going to have a more successful season? Yeah, Like, who will get remembered more? It, it, it's an argument. It, it's almost impossible to predict as well when this happens, but you do see it happening more and more. 
if you think about Scotty Scheffler, when we when he went on that tear, looked unbeatable. Ram, when he went on that tear, looked unbeatable. And this is why the world number one spot is just like shifting around so much. Yeah. yeah. You look at well, even even someone like Scheffler, like you know the guy's number one in the world. Yeah, the the open finish was the first time he's finished outside the top twelve since November. Uh, yeah, which is crazy. And it was because he was literally last in putting. Well, what was it? What did you say? Yeah, what, oh, yeah. what was the style? <laughs> I think the Open had his <laughs> open. <laughs> the Open had a put a stat out and said he was 157th in putting from 156 players. He <laughs> <laughs> was so bad that there was an extra person. It was just like, like an extra minus. <laughs> it was like wow. Um, which. I, I, there was someone who DNF'd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was better than him. Oh, honestly, it's so confusing because the the thing is, like, when he was at his pomp, it wasn't like he was a when he was at his pomp, man, literally yeah, last he's year. still yeah. the world number um, one. He's still the world number one. <laughs> and this is the thing, he gets a lot of uh, very looked over. He's probably the most underappreciated world number one, I think, ever because people, yeah. people don't even think about him as world number one. But he is, again, one of those players that is consistently up around the top of the leaderboard. And unlike Rory, so you look at Rory and you say, well, if he could put, he could win loads. But actually, he's a an average to good putter. If Scotty Scheffler could put at the moment, he would have won 14 times this year. I know. And um, that is not exaggerating. Yeah. Statistically, if he oh, had God. average putting weeks, he would have won 14 times. Yeah, we don't even need him to be like number one of the in pack. putting. No, if just, of the pack. just but Rory's eighty fourth. If, if he had, if he had Rory's putting, he would have won like every I, tournament. I this year. He would have won like six, seven times. I was getting like serious Zalatoris vibes watching him on short putts. Mm. There was a couple of points, and I was like, "He's going to push this," and he's like, his yeah, stroke. Is, I was getting, I was getting tetchy every time. Any anything outside of like ten foot, I was like, "Oh, he might make this," but anything inside five foot was a bit. It, yeah. it's, it's. I don't think it's a. I think with. It's definitely not like a technical thing. Like technically, he's, he's putting his fine. His stroke's it, good. It's more of a a mental thing, which is now set in for him. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. he's obviously just trying to fight through. Got a breakout of whatever yeah. that is, and 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 hopefully he will do. You know, hopefully he will do. He's he's way too good of a player not to be winning like consistently. You know what? He's made enough money this year. I think he'll be all right. Like, he's, he's he's doing all right. He's doing yeah. all right. He's world number one, and we're talking about him like he's on the decline. Like he's he's <laughs> he's all right. You know, he's not struggling. Um, I think. Out of everyone, I think Scheffler was maybe maybe the biggest disappointment. I think Rahm had a had a decent chance of giving it a run. He was just he just wasn't consistent enough all week. There was a little force field at eight under that no one could get yeah, through apart yeah. from Harmon. Maybe he just slipped under it. And that that Rahm run on Saturday, yeah, Saturday, yeah, was uh, he shoot sixty three? Yeah, was basically mm. just because on his back nine the wind died. Yeah. And he just fired everything. It was just like, and it cool. just came off. Here's all the pins. Um, <laughs> Attack me. A huge shout out to Seb Strucker, by the way, going yeah. like one oh, couple of weeks ago. Now, yeah. Seppi tied second. He's, he probably cemented his place in I'd say. the Ryder Cup, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, I'd take him. I'd take him. Which is great. Huge shout out to Tom Kim as well. Final four round yeah, to finish T2. Didn't, well, he, didn't he play three rounds with a rupture in his ankle? Yeah, like a tall grade one or tear or something. What the yeah. hell is wrong well, with that guy? We got. And with a his smile on goal. his face. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get on to... Um, he's, got some, he's got some problems. I, I almost got out of my skis a little bit. So we were... Obviously, I was working all week. And last week's podcast, if you've not listened to it, Jacob crunching the numbers. Week before. Week before. Came out with 
all these names of players who could win, we really narrowed it down. Yeah. Um, but within the top 10, top 10? I think we went even top six. Top six players? Yeah. Within the top six players that netted out really well was Brian Harbour. Now, ultimately, oh, yeah. he wasn't the number one pick. So I think it was... It was, was it, I was said it, Rory. Was it Rory who... That was like my main yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah. But anyway, Rory netted out number one. But Brian Harmon was there. Jacob got the stats up and it, and it stuck in my head. And yeah. I was like, I was like, as <laughs> oh, soon, we know. As soon as Jacob said, I was like, Brian Harmon, that's a that's that's great that is. That's a weird I, take. That is such a brilliant outside bet. Yeah. So as soon as we got to the Open and as soon as on live TV, as soon as I started to get asked who my pick was, I was like, Got a little uh, sneaky, <laughs> got a little sneaky tip for you this week. Uh, we've been crunching the numbers, and Brian Harmon actually nets out really well. You've heard it here first, Brian Harmon. And Everyone was like, "Oh wow, great insight, Pete. How did you? You know, that's incredible knowledge, and you, the, all of that work that you've done to get those numbers prepared for us is absolutely incredible." And I was like, "You're welcome." <laughs> yeah. um, Very much Jacob welcome. sat there like. <laughs> I, do, I do. I would like to point out that I did bring Jacob up when I was saying this. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I just want to point that out. I had a nice little uh, moment with Simon Holmes where he confirmed that for me when we were in uh, the shipping on the Saturday night and he came over and you were like, oh, by the way, this is my uh, head of content, Jacob. And he was like, oh, so this is the Jacob that's been talking about. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah so we, we got it there. But like that week, I was then... Every, now, because as soon as Brian Holman got to the top of the leaderboard, everyone just kept Get referring back, back to, to it. Yeah. And it, literally anyone I spoke to, anything I did, podcast, any TV, the first thing was like, how did you pick Brian Harmon at the start yeah. of the week? It's just that like, good. It's like, it's just, just what we do. You know? It's just like, obvious. It's, it's what we do over here. I, I can't actually believe no one else picked yeah. him. This is crazy. I mean, that was a... Off the back of Jacob's recommendation, there was a plethora of people who put oh, oh. serious amounts of money, like, in some cases, onto B Harms, and everyone was in the rough cut DMs congratulating Jacob for that take. Yeah. Just from, I would say, just from the messages we received, I would estimate that the Rough Cut Golf podcast made about 15 grand. Yeah, I, I think so, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, boys. Yeah, I, I had about 15 DMs on Instagram of people sending me screenshots yeah. of their bets, and the there bets. was about three or four that were a grand, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. And then there was, uh, on top of that, there was another seven or eight that were like 800 yeah. quid, a couple of others like 300. I, I, had a guys, I had a few guys messaged me, someone won 1,200 quid. <sighs> so, like, listen, the next time we do our predictions, you better listen. Well, yeah, unless he says... Patrick Cantley. <laughs> just ignore that just one. Just ignore that one. That's fine. Don't like. listen to Cantley. Oh, wait. Speaking of Cantley, they put Cantley and Kepka together, didn't they? Oh, they did. In their yeah, pairings. Yeah. That was, um, on a side note, that was hilarious. Well Bro done, the RNA or whoever organized the pairings. And then Brooks took an overdive. What a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but on that, because like, because I got the Brian, because the Brian Harmon thing was out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went on a, a podcast and Tom Kim was, he, he's like 10 behind Harmon or whatever. And I said, like, um, do you think Tom Kim has a chance of coming through this weekend? I was like, he has no chance of winning this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, I got, like, properly, like, over my skis. I thought, this right, is dead okay. Cause it, cause I'm, I just read the story about him, like, tearing something in his ankle. So like, I'm like, listen, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. he's not doing nothing. So when he, had, when he started to have a little charge, I was like, I can't say. Please don't hey, do it. You pick so. the winner. That's that's good going. Yeah, we pick the, the, listen, 
It's the Rough Cut Cold Podcast. Of course. Okay. Yeah. This Jacob, is where you need to Jacob be. Jacob Broadbridge from the Rough Cut Cold <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> the little the little cherry was the fact that there was the clip of you talking to um, Gareth Bale on the, oh, on yeah, the range. I forgot about that. And he was even asking about it. And like, oh, you, I saw you asking about like crunching numbers and I want to know who these guys are. And then, uh, yeah, you name dropping me into that, which was very yeah, nice. Yeah. I, was, I was like, no, I've got a team. I've got a team of statisticians <laughs> behind, them, behind closed doors. Jacob, did all Jacob two hours before the podcast. Do you know what? It, it's, it's nice that because um, even the first three attempts this year, there was a couple that obviously, I didn't pick the winners, but there were a couple that they got top tens and they were kind of there or thereabouts. And it is nice to see that like there is some sort of validity to it and like there is something in it that you can kind of kind of grasp to because I was getting a little bit, not down in the dumps about it, but I'm getting a little bit kind of, oh, it's a shame that nothing's really like coming off as well as I thought it would. And like, there's there's, you know, obviously stuff to be said that you can't, take everything with mm-hmm. you've got everything's with a pinch of salt and i could have probably made out anyone to be the winner this week or last week um but it's just nice to see that these kind of things do have some kind of play yeah, you get what yeah. I, mean? I think the the previous three you had i think you had selected the stats that you were going to use in a way that meant you were you could name Fleetwood or McElroy yeah, or I mean, you know I was, I was trying to like obviously avoid being a bit too yeah you don't <laughs> forceful just, of otherwise, you, of otherwise like, you would have named Scheffler for all four well, tournaments that, this that, year. that is also the nice thing as well and I said that on the on the podcast when I named these guys that this was the first tournament of the year where actually there was just some different people coming out like yeah usually for the other three majors the things you're going for is like oh who's hitting it the furthest and who's the most accurate and then every winner was always under the age of 32 and stuff so there was like a whole plethora of players that you just kind of just got removed and then finally with this with obviously the big thing was i think nine of the last 11 winners were over the age of 32 so you've got Harmon as a 36 year old it kept people like rory in the contention Mm -hmm. who's now becoming somewhat of a veteran i suppose as a of the pga tour um so it was it was it was nice to see him come through i mean it certainly wasn't the pick i wanted to win but in terms of financially i have I've done well and other people have done well yeah, and I'm yeah, glad that yeah. I can bring Congra- that to people. Congratulations. Well done. Yes. Well it's done, a, everyone. It, it is a good thing about the Open. Like, it actually brings other players in. Like, the leaderboard's actually quite cool. Like, yeah. it's got some different players um, on there. Guys that weren't anywhere near in any of the other Opens. Yeah. Huge shout out to Matt Jordan as well. Yeah. Oh, well yeah. Through, 100%. Uh, last week's hole. Actually. Yeah, he went through qualifying and managed to finish T10th. Yeah, he got so fantastic At his home course. At his home course. With, his, his parents were, you know, in floods of tears as he walked down 18 and then he tapped in. No, it was just a rain. Oh, it was <laughs> yeah, just, it just rain. rained down Sorry. the face. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It was it, rain. If you looked around, technically everybody had floods of tears coming down their face. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a wet one. But yeah, Alex Fitzpatrick, another one Alex as well. Fitzpatrick, yeah. yeah, yeah. He beat his brother, didn't he? He did, yeah. So that, I mean, was, that was nice. Well, honestly, it was just a, a, apart from Harmon just bossing it, it was a very exciting just game. Yeah. Put change minus 13 to eight under. That's a and it was a great much tournament. more exciting. Yeah. And then on 18, you're hoping that he does a Hatton and then someone <laughs> has a nine or whatever. Yeah. That yeah. was unreal. Did you see that, by the way? Uh, yeah. So and out of bounds, right? And then I, I was definitely thinking about it yesterday when I played. Oh, really? <laughs> was, so Don't hit this right. Well, so me <laughs> played uh, Royal Liverpool High Lake yesterday. I played with Seb, Carmichael Brown, Seb on Golf, Rick Shields, and Louis, uh, Club Face Golf UK. And the whole course we played, I would say, I think we played like about maybe 14 tees off the backs, off the properties. Mm. Oh, yeah. And then a few were moved forward. So we, we played pretty much roughly the course oh, okay. they did. As far as, as far back as it would let you. Yeah, yeah. I think the only holes that it was, in, that it was a noticeable difference was the first, um, where I think we were like literally 
60 yards in front. Oh, out of um, the grandstand? Oh, really? Yeah. Why, grandstand. why was that? Just... I, I don't know. I'm not sure why. I think they were already taking it down. Um, <laughs> but that was that was really the only one where there was a big noticeable difference. Um, and on the 18th, we teed off the back tees. Mm. Oh, no. oh, my God. So in tournament conditions, let me, let me, let me set the scene yeah. on the 18th. Yeah. We are talking about a 600-yard par five. Mm-hmm. An incredibly tight fairway. We're talking 20 yards wide at its maximum. Bunks on the left, mm-hmm. out of bounds on the right. Bunkers on the left within driving range. Um, off the back tees, for us, not really. You weren't reaching the, it. The wind was like literally straight off the left. Ah, It was grim. So towards out of bounds. Towards the out of bounds. So we're stood there. And I've been hitting an aggressive cut all day, let's say that. <laughs> um, I'm on that tee and I'm like, wow, this this, this is a horrific tee shot. Because it's like 240 yards to reach the fairway. Yeah, it's a long boy. And I'm like, oh my God. So we all tee off. And just as we're about to tee off, because obviously they're all taking everything down, this massive lorry comes up the left-hand side of the hole and parks on the road, like linking the hospitality to the 18th so all of a sudden you can't really hit it too far left wow or you're going to be hitting a truck <laughs> okay so i'm like right okay that's and he's, he's there he's just like stood there, sat there waiting idling look over to the right side in the hospitality decided to take the hospitality down there's a forklift there it's just like vans literally just off of the out bounds so all of a sudden you now have the tightest hole in golf 600 yards wind howling on the left hand side truck to the left windows to the right and you're like what on earth am i going to do here hit it backwards I w- rick, <laughs> rick tees off first he hits something that's Good. all i'm going to say okay, okay. seb tees off second almost misses the ball okay Good. i tee off third and i hit it so far right that i'm pretty sure i'm Gonna get billed. <laughs> wow. Uh <laughs> just like and, gosh, right. and honestly, I was just I was there, I was like, wow, just imagine like being under that kind of pressure coming down that last hole yeah. and being like, oh, wow, I just I don't know how they do it. It's honestly. okay, I see what you did there. You just wanted to get the authentic experience and just understand mm. how yeah. bad you can be on the on the Oh hole. my god. It was it honestly is such a stressful hole. And it's just so tight. That being the last hole of a major is like crazy. What's the what hole did you enjoy playing the most? Um, I really enjoy seventeen because I hit the green. Oh, nice! I thought that was nice. Oh, yeah. The the actual the way that they set that hole out the like the amphitheater with the tee shot. I think they could have made that like three times as big. If I'm being honest, they, with they you. could like, have really closed, really got yeah. to town on it. Um, and then up on the green, beautiful views. It, we had a, a gorgeous day yesterday. Like mm. The sun was beating down. It was such a difference from Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Um, the course, honestly, Lynx course is usually pretty well drained, sand based. Mm. It mashed it down on Sunday. Yeah. It absolutely battered it. And yep. like all throughout the day, and especially during the evening, it was like torrential rain to the point I was like, I don't honestly think we're going to play tomorrow. Like it's just way oh, right, too, yeah. it's just yeah. way too heavy. They're not going to let you walk on that. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, yeah. Like, it, it, there's no way it can cope with that volume of water. We got up in the morning and it was like it hadn't been touched. Really? Honestly, I, like whatever the ground construction is, however much sand's under that course, it was unbelievable. 
Okay. Honestly, I, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe how well it drained. Uh, there's a few like muddy patches where people have been walking. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but apart from that, it was it was fantastic. Honestly, I was I was that's, shocked. That's good. I mean, yeah, that course got especially on the Sunday got absolutely battered. We got away with it on Saturday. Saturday was by all forecasts meant to be very similar, and somehow they got away with it. Um, being on the last day on a Sunday the weather would playing a factor into the into the final round was quite interesting to watch from the comfort of your sofa instead of being yeah. out in the out yeah, in the we, we uh we dipped out early we watched tommy's first four holes yeah just to make sure that there wasn't gonna Got be away some, okay there wasn't gonna be some sort of mad comeback um and then we could both feel ourselves on the like we've been wet for five days or whatever it was a bit of a loose one the night before so we were like let's just let's just go and we're going to be watching it on a tv anyway yeah. because you can't get to the you can't get to the players at this point everyone's going to have an umbrella up we're not super tall you know lamprecht would have been fine he could have been seen over these over these crowds but we would have just been watching it on a tv somewhere so we decided to go home and watch it on our tvs at home it, it mm. was it was probably the correct decision i'd say and think, it was probably so. the, the way i kind of wanted to watch what was the last men's major of the year now we're all we're, we're all done until yeah but nine Augusta comes of, back around nine months yeah. of waiting now yeah i mean we've still got some uh ladies majors to watch we've got the solheim yeah. cup Ryder cup solheim cup that's yeah, a lot of golf to play so we've still got a Alex. lot to come but i know i know what everybody really <laughs> is here for so mm. at the start of the year myself kieran jacob and mick we had a little bit of a gamble uh in the <laughs> office here we have a cabinet uh, two shelves, four compartments in total, which when we got it, are stocked with food and bits and bobs have gone in there since, but it's never been full it's again. It's never been refilled it's, again. It's, it's never been, you know, packed to the rafters. Mm -hmm. So at the start of the year, we decided that we would all pick our major teams, which was consisting of four players each. Now we could sub in and out, like some players got injured, but the basic scoring was simple. If your player finished first in a major, they would get one point. If they finished 50th, they got 50 points. If they missed the cut, they'd get the amount of players who've missed the cut in points. The team with the lowest score at the end of the year would be victorious. The team which finished last with the most points would have to restock the cabinet full of goodies. And mm -hmm. after the Open, we finally have the full standings. And boy, oh boy. Do we have a story to tell? <laughs> so there's a lot been a lot of change. Now, personally, my team, it didn't change throughout the year. Um, Jacobs, you'll stay the same as well. Stay the same. Um Kieran swapped out Zaltoris when he got injured and brought in Lowry. Mm -hmm. Correct. Um Mick, you swapped out um McIntyre. Mm -hmm. He had a bit of a rough time. And you subbed in Matsuyama. Correct. Uh, now those both incurred missed penalty, missed cut penalties. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, so in order to pay to take a sub, you had to take the next amount of rough, of rough cut, <laughs> missed cut, <laughs> missed cuts. of missed cuts. I'm very ill right now. Um, so yeah, it was it was a very tightly fought battle. Now Kieran was pretty much leading all throughout the year. Yeah. Um, well, he he he. You had a winner, and Kieran had a winner. Mm -hmm. Apart from that, it was all very close. Yeah, and also Kieran had uh, Scheffler, who, apart from the Open, like didn't finish outside. He had Scheffler yeah. and Brooks, who both... Super consistent. Very consistent. Um, I was 
dragged down, I'm afraid to say, by Francesco Molinari. <laughs> wow. Uh, he missed the cut in every major. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, was, on, I was so hopeful for that this Ryder year. Cup push never came. With yeah. the Ryder Cup in Italy, I thought, you know, he's going to find some inspiration. He's going to come back. But no, no, he sucked. He never, never um, found it. So was, a small point on that is that we did have to pick one player outside of the top oh, 50. Yes, that's yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. So you wouldn't have necessarily picked no, him if no, you no. couldn't, but no, no. there was there was the reasoning for that. Yeah, so one player outside the top 50 at the time of the teams being picked. Um, Burns was a bit hit and miss, but Cameron Smith and John Rahm for me kind of did the business. Mm-hmm. Um, overall points. Are we, are we ready for this? Yeah, go on. Yeah, go and go. Yeah. Okay. So with Kieran, going into this tournament, Kieran was leading by about, I think, 120 or something. Yeah. Um, we'll, I mean, we'll go back and work out the exact numbers, but it was about that much. Yeah. And it was at the point where Jacob was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll take second place. I don't mind. Yeah, it was, it was, it was sliding comfortably in there, I'll take, I'll take my yeah. silver. You were, just, you were just slotting in there. But, oh my word, the Open Championship, Jacob's team, McElroy, sixth. Tom Kim, second. Yeah. Hovland, 13th. Yeah. Ronk, 23rd. Yeah. Catapulted birdies for Broadbridge to the top of the leaderboard and relegated the team of Kieran's four Americans in a bed, which doesn't make any sense after he made the substitution. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about that. I should have changed his flaming name. Down yeah. to second. So, Jake, with 419 points in total. Kieran, 573. Those are the top two. It does close, is it? Doesn't help that Lowry and Finau both missed the cut. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 in all fairness, that was like, what did it, did it to him. And, and Kepka basically had a missed cut as well. Yeah, yeah. And those two players as well, like especially Lowry, you'd expect. Mm, yeah, around the links dude. course. Yeah. Uh, also, I, I mean, Kieran probably will be quite disappointed with that, but hopefully, he finds some comfort in that his substitution still wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. Like I still would have been. Yeah. So. But here we go. So we have the bottom two. Now, us. It, 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 was, it, was me and, it was me and Mick. And it was it was actually quite close going into the last. I was just ahead. Mm. And I think I, you were maybe 80 or 78 yeah, points yeah, ahead yeah. of me or something. And, and I was, I'm not going to lie, I was nervous. Um, <laughs> because I already had Francesco, I had Francesco in my team. So it's an auto cut. It was auto almost an auto cut. When I started seeing, <gasps> when I started, Molinari. when I started seeing them on the range at the start of the week, I was like, "This isn't good. This is going <laughs> to go real bad." I'm looking at a miscut right here, so he didn't make it. Also, for me, Sam Burns didn't make it. That was, is that's absolutely that's wild. Shocker for you. I was that, expecting a big, big year from Sam Burns. He's won the match play, but apart from that, not really done mm. Um Smith. Made an eagle, yeah, on the last. Had of an eagle, but he needed. Well, I mean, I suppose he could have tapped in for the yeah, birdie if he it, didn't make it. But it was the best eagle in the world, as far that as I'm concerned. Very good eagle. Yeah. I, it was one of those ones where I was like, "Don't go in, yeah, please don't go in." And he finished thirty third at the Open. John Rahm, Mister Dependable, finished second as well. So that gave me a grand points total of six hundred and sixty one. Now, mm, okay. Mick Which was hoping it was not it was not ideal. Mick was hoping for a big week. And you know what? I had a good week. He almost pulled it off. He almost pulled it off. Yeah. Fitzpatrick seventeen. Sunjay was twenty twentieth. Yeah, twentieth. Matsuyama came in clutch. Which was we worked out that I was very only very slightly better off having taken out Rob Mack. Mm-hmm. Which was great. But Mr. Dependable on my team. Mr. Dependable. Open champion. Colin Morikawa 
Mr. Cut. Colin Morikawa stabbed Mick in the back <laughs> because he missed the cut, accrued 80 points, oh. and put Mick on 720. No. 60 points adrift in last place. Yeah. So this means that we have to get our shopping list together yeah. because Mick <laughs> is restocking that cabinet. Damn it. Um, now, if... Colin Morikawa had done what he had done for the rest of the year, which was finished like around the 20 kind of mark, mm-hmm. I would have beat you. Yep. So, Colin, this is, it, listen, Colin, do better next year. You understand? You're going to pick him again? Well, I don't know, actually. <laughs> I don't know how much it <laughs> is. Is he immediately not on like a, a list of people you just kind of... He's on a hit list. Yeah, exactly. Um, been okay. exiled. Yeah, so I will be refilling the food cupboard. Um, would oh, you like to name three items each that you would like to see purchased within normal work food oh, cupboard range? Caviar, yeah, that sounds fantastic. Did you hear what I said? I said normal work food cupboard range. All right, fine. And we work here, not at the Ritz. Um, if I mean, we, what was in that last? It was just basically tins of soup. It was tins, beans, we had pot noodles, soup, pot noodles, cereal, ravioli, biscuits. spaghetti hoops. Yeah, that kind of vibe. Cereal. What, what would you like? I'll make sure I get it for you. Um, Br- Branston beans. I don't know if I can buy that. Branston beans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't can bring myself to do. I don't it. know if I can actually. I actually think my card will get declined it's if I try. Serious throwback to earlier on in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, if, Br- you're, if, you're that, beans. if you're that deep in the podcast and you know the beans reference, all um, the beans are available. Oh, what else? What else? Did I like. I mean, you know me. I'm deep on the ravioli. I'm deep on the ra- ravioli's good. Deep yep. on the ravioli. Deep on soup. Um, love my pot of noodles. So yeah, yeah. I'm 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 pretty easy. Things I'm, that are very easy to eat. Do you know? Yeah, 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 do you want to be like a proper throwback to when I was like nine? Was when you used to get those like spaghetti and you get the little sausages in them. As oh well. yeah, love a oh, bit of that. Yeah, they're good. They hoops, can hoops be, and sausages. Well, you can chuck get, them on some toast. You get basically beans and sausages in a can, can't you? Yeah, yeah you, you can. Do that. You get like breakfast in a can. Oh. <laughs> yeah, bring some Frey Bentos pies. Bentos pies. Uh. Yeah, so I'm thinking, you know, Russell's burger. I'm thinking, like, no, don't get that. Some, <laughs> some good cereals, so we can, you know, if you're here, if you're here very early, which sometimes we do, try and get here early to, you know, catch up on things or play on the sim or whatever. Look, let's let's be brutally honest here. I'm saying this because he's not here to defend himself, but <laughs> Kieran is going to be eating all of it. So, yeah. So what things doesn't Kieran like? Yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah, and you could phrase it in that way. Just message Kieran and say, uh, going to restock in there. Uh, what things don't you like so I can avoid it? Yeah, there we go. How's yeah. that rampant nut allergy going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot of sun kissed. Yeah, just Snickers everywhere. Sun to be fair, the boy will eat anything. So yeah. I think he yeah, might. He's he a human hoover. <laughs> he, so. he, he would eat himself through any allergy. Yeah, he would. would be fine. Yeah, he'd be, like, be fine. Um, so, yes, yeah. I'll restock the cupboard. He right. would totally do that as well, wouldn't he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if he if he was lactose intolerant, he literally wouldn't care. Would he? I know I know a couple of people who are lactose intolerant, and we go out for pizza on a regular basis. And <laughs> really? like, they've just got a tablet. They're like, I take this, and I can just see as much as I want. I'll deal with it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that must be so hot. Like, like to, oh, uh, yeah. Nah, anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> so that's yeah that's the majors uh draft picks over with for this year um, um based on this year's performance will you be re-picking anyone from this year next year do you reckon who was who was mvps of teams i think i think even though rory was good that miscut at the masters has probably slightly pushed him out and i'd say I'd, i think hovland has done very yeah. well for me yeah i've missed a cut i mean i definitely have 
I definitely have McElroy. I mean, that, that miss called... Oh, McElroy was great. Yeah, that miss called the Masters was in previous... Uh, What's the word? A burp, uh, An uh, aberration. Um, apart from that, he's been seventh, second, and sixth. Like yeah. he's he's, he's <laughs> yeah. been all right. Oh yeah, yeah. Sheffler's yeah. yeah. definitely got to be up there as well. Oh yeah, he? of course. Yeah, Rahm. Um, he had. Oh look, it's the top three in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. plus Hovland. Kep- Kepka was good, apart from the Open. But a sixth, apart from that, seventeenth, yeah. first, second. Yeah, I think uh, Cam Smith was actually sneaky. Okay, thirtieth, ninth, fourth, thirtieth. Yeah. yeah, you'd take it. Yeah, you'd, you'd take, take it. it. You'd take it. So the best players in the world, two people who went to live, and Victor Hopland. Oh, hey, it's Ryder Cup, Solheim Cup time now. That's all I'm bothered yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is Brian Harmon going to be in the US team then? Oh, Reckon yeah, he's, he's up to third now. Yeah, yeah, he will be. Mm. And Fleetwood is into the uh, automatics for the um, Ryder Cup team as well. Do you reckon we... I feel like we might do them. I, if, if you would have It's going to be different teams this year. Literally, one year ago, you'd have been here and think, you know what? The US is going to kill us. The US is going to absolutely trounce us. I actually think by the time it gets to Rome, we'll be favourites. Yeah, I, 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 like I think we're going to be right, it. yeah. But like, anyone anyone who's going to Rome, remember that Brian Harmon won the Open off the back of some serious heckling. So let's, uh, you yeah, know. It'd be nice to him. He'll, I reckon he'd be a nightmare to play in the uh, in the singles. That, By the way, that is a course which is like made for Brian Harmon yeah, as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So he, he's going to be leading points to Rome. That's not good for us. No, on, honestly, yeah, I honestly think by the time he gets to Rome, we're going to be favourites. Okay. Because all our players are generally trending in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the US team is pretty stagnant. It's weird, isn't it? There's going to be some guys that miss out that you have seen in the Ryder Cup teams for the last three, four events. Like it's, the, it's going to be a very different side. I mean, you've got guys like Wyndham Clark, like Brian Harmon, who are going to be playing for the first time that, you know, rightly so, off major victories in the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good players. Justin also. Thomas might not be there. Mm, oh, God. It might be a struggle. What um, a... What a Absolute nightmare he's had. Justin Spieth, mega inconsistent. Justin Spieth. Justin Spieth. Justin Spieth, that guy. They're basically Um, the same person now. I mean, to be fair, they do play together pretty much all the time. So that combo. Uh, Justin Spieth-Fowler. It's um, double-barreled. Well, well, Ricky Fowler, he's probably going to be there um, off the back of all this. But Chef game. Dustin Johnson. Marika will be there. Oh my God, Scotty Scheffler. Um, is that put good? No. <laughs> <laughs> I will see all of those. All, all week. Uh, like, they'll just go up to Scotty before the rest On the first tee. Just, Scotty, just listen, finish everything off. I'll, don't ask. Just don't even ask. <laughs> You're putting everything. Yeah. Wow, how very would that be? Like Tony, like Tony, he just thought would have really kicked on this year. Yeah, so not, not really. Not really done, done too much. Kepka's going to be in the team. Kepka will be in it, yep. Just throwing some live grenades around. And yeah. now look at us. We've got Rahm, we've got Fleetwood, we've got McElroy, we've got Hovland, we've got Sepp Stracker now. Hello. Yeah, rookie. Got, we've got Fitz gang. Got Fitz. Fitz. Lowry will be in there. Lowry will definitely be in there. You, and then, said Fleets? Yeah, yeah, said Fleets, yeah. I mean, there's Hatton. Moronk. Moronk, you'd think, if he won there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Although, although two miscuts this year and, you know, not particularly good finishes until... Yeah, he's been generally quite consistent, he's right? Been right else, yeah. he? Yeah, we'll so see. he might on on DP that. World Tour events. He's been very good. Yannick Paul, I was spoke Yannick, about Yannick. I, yeah, because Bobby McIntyre is now in the automatics for the yeah, European yeah. points. Yannick was in it all year, and then now that second place so at the tight. Scottish has just booted him out. So it, like, listen, whatever happens, we got we got a lot to talk about. It's with gonna be up. a great event, and can't wait. Could be there as well. So yeah, that's gonna be very exciting. So I think we've uh, probably chatted ourselves out. 
Yes, I think so. I yep. think we've just tipped over an hour. Wow, that's very good for us. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to go to bed now. Incredible work. Um, so, guys, I just want to say big thank you for uh, listening on your favorite podcast provider. If you haven't followed us already, make sure you do. And also on YouTube, you can become a subscriber and watch the video version. If you are watching the video version and haven't subscribed, yeah. make sure you do. You can also listen to us on your favorite podcast provider. Our links to our social media is also in the description. And boy, oh boy, have we got some cracking episodes coming, including the coverage of The Fairway Down. One man, one thousand miles 10 courses and a brutal <laughs> challenge against the elements on, that mate. is coming very soon is there an auto cue somewhere I don't know. <laughs> where did you read that from <laughs> i'm just i'm coming into form yeah he's, he's listening he's been on tv all week he's prepared I, honestly i'm all i i feel talked out yeah i was gonna say i thought i thought you might struggle with it today <laughs> I yeah. you had enough enough words for one no, week. I, i'm gonna i'm gonna dig deep i'm gonna smash it through okay. and i might i might take friday off i i, hey, wow. I i'll allow it I actually, I don't. How I, much a Friday? I, I, I look today. I've literally been going for three solid, weeks. solid, solid. Weeks. Yeah, I literally not. Stopped. Even on your weekends, you're going and filming things. Yeah, which is probably a little bit too much. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna treat myself with like a Friday yeah. off. Yeah, rest up. You got to cycle a long way next time. Yeah, I'm gonna treat myself with a Friday off, and I'm gonna go for, okay, a, for a bike Friday. Fifty miles. <laughs> <cycle tomorrow. laughs> yes. Right. Bye, everyone. Cool. See you later. See you, guys. See you later. Bye, 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 bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.